I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I am Greg Cott. Over there, my partner is Jim DeRigatis. Uh, as often as possible, we like to take a trip to the desert island because we can't possibly play all the music we're in love with during the regular uh, podcast of Sound Opinions. So we're giving you this bonus uh, to play some stuff we really dig. Jim, give us a hint about what you're going to play. I will give you a hint, Greg. I'm going to play a band we've, I don't think, ever mentioned once in some 840 episodes of Sound Opinions that I think is uh, an excellent example of the second greatest one-hit wonder era in rock history. Ooh, well, that's a good setup. I'm, I'm looking forward See, to this. I'm trying to, they're trying to make them curious on several <laughs> different fronts, you know? We're going to get back to Jim's pick in a minute on Sound Opinions. And we're back. Jim, what's your Desert Island Jukebox pick for the bonus podcast? Greg, let me tell you first about the uh, what I think are the two great eras in rock history for one-hit wonders. The first, obviously, would be that 66, 67 psychedelic uh, era of Nuggets, right? Mm-hmm. Lenny Kay puts together the Nuggets compilation, uh, chronicling all these one-hit wonders, had one great song each, and then disappeared, right? Some of them became something else, like the Moving Sidewalks gave us Billy Gibbons, who starts ZZ Top, mm-hmm. right? right? And Rocky Erickson becomes immortal, but a lot of those other bands we never heard from. You know, I just saw a thing on Facebook. Pat Daly, our mutual buddy, used to own a record store in Chicago, just remembered that he loaned me his vinyl copy of the original Nuggets in like 94 when I was doing Kaleidoscope Eyes, my history of psychedelic right? And he, he just remembered I owe it to him. <laughs> Well, you know, it's the original sin and, you know, record collecting and loaning it out to I one know. of your uh, friends and never getting that copy back. Right? I'm sorry about that, Pat. <laughs> but the uh, the second greatest error I maintain is uh, is the 90s alternative period. Um, we saw, you know, some obviously immortal bands like Nirvana come forward and, you know, uh, Pearl Jam and Smashing Pumpkins, immortal to varying degrees. But uh, there was this period, too. Uh, in many ways, the last great gasp for rock and roll in the old major label industry. They're signing everybody. <laughs> you know, you've rehearsed three times in a basement. Okay, we'll give you a major label contract. And some of these bands had uh, one great hit. Often they were derided uh, for major label hype, right? And who were these people, right? I've played a few of them over the years, you know. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, where did they come from? Who were they? And sometimes they were bands that legitimately, uh, you know, would have been local uh, uh, heroes uh, get their one shot, uh, are played on modern rock radio, then a thriving uh, uh, format, and, and have a great song and then disappear. So a band I had not thought about literally since the mid-90s uh, pops up the other day on a, on a show on Showtime I'm watching, Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. You heard of that? I have. Boy, it, it is rich in 90s music yeah. because it's a team, a female soccer team is on a plane going to the <laughs> Nationals, and they go, they're go they from Jersey, so I relate, right? They go down in the middle of some wilderness. Nobody, nobody finds them for 19 months, <laughs> right? And uh, there's all this uh, 90s alt rock, and up pops Republica's Ready to Go. And I'm like, 
Republica. I, I remember <laughs> I, I remember the cover of the album. I remember the yeah. major label hype. I remember this song. Boy, yeah. this was a great song. Yeah. Released as a single, April 1996. And then I'm thinking, like, who the hell was Republica? And I never heard from them again, mm -hmm. right? It turns out uh, there, there was a keyboard player. Uh, uh, Tim Dorney, who had been in a band called Flowered Up, and the alternative era is thriving, right? So, okay, we're going to start a new band, and we're going to cater it to the demands of the market. And uh, he and his bandmate Andy Todd, Tim Dorney and Andy Todd, tap a Nigerian-born actress who is also a singer named Saffron. One name, <laughs> one name only. That's all she needed, right? Um, I think that the spin that they put on rather generic 94 to 96 alt-rock is they were already looking ahead to what would become this huge EDM explosion, mm -hmm. right? So it's really techno-pop mixed with alt-rock punky crunch, right? And, and really heard well on this song ready to go it just leaps out of the speakers you know and there's that 90s attitude man i miss that yeah. all the actresses melanie linsky and uh, christina ricci and uh juliette lewis i mean they're just exuding mm -hmm. 90s that's like that's everybody you and i hung out with in the <laughs> 90s right uh all this attitude you know you're weird in tears too near too far away baby i'm ready to go i'm back i'm ready to go shout it out and i'm like jumping up and car Mel's like, what did you, did you know this band? Did you like this song? I'm like, yeah, they just came rushing back. <laughs> That's what a good one-hit wonder does. Republica with Ready to Go on Sound Opinions. That is Republica with Ready to Go. Man, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Right? But it does bring, bring back a rush of, like, you are in 1996 again. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It is so 1996. I know. Well, and I played a while back a million DIJs yeah. ago. I played Wales' big one hit, right? <laughs> you know, there, 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 we could, you know, if we ever quit our, our, our day jobs, you know, we could do, a, like, a 90s nuggets. Yeah, and that would be uh, really bizarre. It would be the, least, the, the the diversity of the music that was coming out. It's, you know, that late 90s period was a difficult time. Yeah. Because the grunge uh, alt-rock thing was dying, and then, you know, hip-hop was sort of going in through a kind of a... The golden age had sort of faded a little yep. bit. Techno was coming up. Then you got, you know, one-hit things like this that are just kind of out of nowhere and, and never heard from again. But immortal. They stand up. Absolutely. So uh, give us your thoughts on Republic or, or late 90s nostalgia, whatever, whatever you want to share your thoughts on. Give us a call and leave us a message at, uh, at our website, soundopinions.org, and we may play it on the show. As always, Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo, and our intern, Mary Bernthal. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.